0: Greetings of peace, dear friends. Strength and blessings to you from St. Mary's Episcopal Church. This is Lester McKenzie, I'm the Rector of St. Mary's. And I know it's been a while, but it's good to be back online. And I've made a covenant with myself to try at least record an episode a week. And what's been wonderful is... um, in spending time with this book, The Forgotten Desert Mothers by Laura Swan, Sayings, Lives, and Stories of Early Christian Women. And one, that, uh, one of the desert mothers that have really struck me is Ama Theodora. And so I'm going to share with you some interesting sayings from her, especially she has an interesting reflection on peace. Ama Theodora lived in the fourth century in the desert of Egypt. Not much is known about her. At times Amatheodora is confused with other women of the same name. We do know that she was a colleague of Archbishop Theophilus of Alexandria, and was often consulted by monastics about the monastic life. Amatheodora was concerned that her disciples have a self-discipline that would withstand inner and outer conflict. She is one of the first persons to give a description of Asadi. Her feast day is September the first. So yeah, just one, two or three sayings of of Theodora. Amma Theodora asked Archbishop Theophilus about some words the apostles were saying. For example, what does this mean, knowing how to profit by circumstances? Colossians 4th chapter, verse 5. He said to her, this saying shows us how to profit at all times. For example, is it a time of excess for you? By humility and patience, buy up the time of excess and draw profit from it. Is it a time of shame? Buy it up by means of resignation and win it. So everything that goes against us can, if we wish, become profitable to us. Life is a continuous occasion for learning interaction with and the listening to others are opportunities to grow. Growth occurs in our reflection upon these interactions if necessary. We can bring our reflections and concerns to a mentor. As we cultivate God-awareness, we begin to look for the gift in these encounters and we cultivate openness to life. Amma Theodora cautions us to maintain balance. In all aspects of our life, not being swayed toward any extreme (laughs) balance is always good. Amr said, let us strive to enter by the narrow gate, just as the trees, if they have not stood before the winter's storms, cannot bear fruit. So it is with us. This present age is a storm. And it is only through many trials and temptations that we can obtain an inheritance in the kingdom of heaven. Desert aesthetics lived closely with nature, often at its mercy. This shaped much of their self-understanding and God-understanding. They lived intimately with the rhythm of harsh winters and fruitful springs. God can use all of our experiences to deepen our growth and transformation. A winter's storm is no indication that God has deserted us. Rather, these seasons, as we reflectively respond to God's presence in the midst of them, become a test of our commitment to stand firm. They deepen our dedication to the inner journey and facilitate our transformation into the image of Christ. Seasons will come if we watch attentively for their arrival and attend to our self-care, we will weather them just fine. The diversity of our liturgical seasons can be a helpful reminder that difficult times do come and that God is still with us. This is my favorite one. Amma Feodora said it is good to live in peace for the wise person practices perpetual prayer. It is truly a great thing for an aesthetic to live in peace especially the younger ones. However you should realize that as soon as you intend to live in peace and maybe even intend to pray at once Evil comes and weighs down your soul through faint heartedness and dark thoughts. It also attacks your body through sickness, debility, weakening of the knees and all the members. It dissipates the strength of soul and body so that one believes one is ill and no longer able to pray. But if we are vigilant, all these temptations fall away. There was, in fact, an ascetic who was seized by cold and fever every time prayers began, suffering from headaches. In this condition, the aesthetics thought, I am ill and near to death, so now I will get up and before I die, and pray. By reasoning in this way, the ascetic exercised self-discipline. When finished praying, the fever abated, so by reasoning in this way, the ascetic resisted, prayed and was able to conquer unhelpful thoughts. Ah! The peace Ama Theodora calls us to has strength, substance and weight. This peace is not a lack of turmoil but is rather a strength that moves toward life, integrating mind, body, soul. Spirit, peace, is a deeply held value among desert ascetics and monastics. They recognize that peace begins within each individual. Hmm. The same Amma Theodora said, A devout person happened to be insulted by someone and replied, I could say as much to you, but the commandment of God keeps my mouth shut. Again she said this, a Christian discussing the body with a Manichaean said, give the body discipline and you will see that the body is for the one who made it. Emma Theodora warns her followers against letting bodily passions and desires, emotions, attitudes and motives rule our lives. Passions, desires, and emotions are gifts from God, but they were never meant to be out of balance, dominating, or controlling. Amma Theodora challenges us to bring our inner and outer world into congruence and harmony. This is interior freedom and simplicity. The same Amma said that a teacher ought to be a Stranger to the desire for domination, vainglory, and pride. A teacher should not be fooled by flattery, nor be blinded by gifts. Conquered by the stomach, nor dominated by anger. A teacher should be patient, gentle, and humble as far as possible. Successfully tested and without partisanship. Full of concern and a lover of souls. And I'm sure in this context, teacher is really uh, spiritual elders, spiritual teachers. Amit insists that spiritual elders have a healthy relationship with power, recognizing the power dynamics of the spiritual mentoring relationship and placing responsibility on the elder for maintaining proper boundaries. If power is our motivation, we are a danger to those in our lives. Self-knowledge is imperative here. Amit Theodora teaches us that all authentic teachers have already begun the journey and taught only what they have already learned and cultivated in their personal lives. The maturity revealed in a balanced and disciplined life is essential. What fascinates me on this These readings with the Desert Mothers, the gift of the desert in and of itself, friends, they show us a life and that life too fast-paced and cluttered is not, is empty. Trying to do too much, finding it difficult to say no to others, always being over-committed, so we lose sight of what becomes important and we never think to prioritize, or I never think to prioritize, I guess, my time, our commitments according to my own values and interests. And So the Amas of the desert and the Abbas of the desert show me a way toward an interior simplicity and detachment. They give me permission. To let go of all those things that can weigh me down and make life more difficult and cumbersome so i begin to let go one by one of worries i begin to let go of concerns i begin to let go of attempts to please others i begin to let go of past hurtful memories i begin to let go and I become less burdened and more light-hearted. And it is this freedom that I, I think I discover through the Amas and the Abbas, this freedom that comes with detachment. Again, attachment is placing distorted importance on material goods, successful careers, reputation, relationships. While these things are not bad in of themselves, they can weigh us down and make life far too complex when we can, or at least I know, when I can easily confuse my truest self, my being, with one of these externals, that's when it begins to make life complicated. And it is only when I have or we have the inner vision of true possibilities of freedom. It is hard work to let go of all that we think we need to grasp, of all that holds and possesses our hearts. And the risk is in trusting the process of our inner journey there is deep risk in change and transformation. What helps us, what helps me move deeper toward freedom? Where is strength needed? What parts of me yearn to be satisfied by God? Where am I feeding substitutes to the yearning? for God are we able to am I able to hold my surroundings non-possessively and in freedom so I am not distracted so am I doing over being blessings to you on this journey thank you for taking this journey with me, thank you for listening and feel free to send me any comments on other things you might like to learn i'm going to go deeper with the desert mothers and know that all of this takes patience so be patient with yourself be patient with those around you and may you feel the presence of god during this time blessing of God during this time of uncertainty. Until next week, friends, I am an optimist because I'm alive, said by the great Jimmy Baldwin. Stay safe, stay healthy.